What's up guys, welcome to today's money. Thank you for listening, I appreciate you being here. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, there's a link for that in the description. And if you wanna jump right into the podcast, skip the next 30 seconds of ad space. What's up everybody, welcome back. We appreciate you being here. Before we get into today's video, if you are watching this video before September 19th, 2020, we are having our next free webinar on that date, on Saturday, September 19th. I want you guys there. I want everyone there. This is going to be awesome. I really am excited for this webinar. I've been sitting on a lot of research that I've been putting together for this presentation, and I don't think it could come at a better time where everybody's looking for control, but nobody knows where to go. This is a perfect topic. So make sure you check the link in the description, wherever you're watching or listening to this, so you can sign up totally free, but we want you there. It's interesting too, as I was just telling you, Tesla today is down 21%. It's September 8th. It's the biggest down day that they've ever had today. The NASDAQ itself, which is an index, one of the big three indexes here, had its biggest down day ever today, down 12%. So are we topped out? Are we going to start to see this thing tip over? Maybe. You know, maybe it was like just a, a little break for a new all-time high to test that high before coronavirus. And now that we've double-topped that, double-tapped it, even though we broke for a new high briefly, no one will care about that in the years to come if we fall. So it'll be interesting to see. And the dollar rebounded today back over 93, which shows some strength. So it's weird. Stocks go down. Dollar goes up. Dollar goes up. <laughs> it's like it's on its own thing. But that's because it's the dollar. When you talk about the, the dollar index, it's a weight of the U.S. dollar against seven other currencies. So it's not just like what happens here matters to the dollar index. It also has to do with what happens to the other countries. And you saw on the recap, the GBP pairs went crazy today. GJ, GU, they fell like 2%. That's a lot for them, yeah. you know? So maybe that GBP movement also impacted the dollar index movement in some way today too. That could be. It's really hard to tell. Is there a way that you can tell? Like, is there a website you can go to and see what the mass transactions are that day? Like, exactly? No. Well... Your broker would know. Your broker would have the statistics. Like, Wanda would have all of their clients, but you wouldn't know on the entire world. No one is pooling all of the data from all the brokers. There's so many brokers. You know what I'm saying? That'd be so just... It'd be so interesting, like, today, you know, with GBP, GBP pairs. Like, who was doing business? What was happening? Well, you'd like to think that if you believe in, like, the idea of, like, bulls and bears, then everybody was selling. Everybody was selling GBP pairs today for whatever reason. And buying what? Well, I mean, when you're trading a Forex pair, if you're selling GBP, JPY, you're selling pounds and buying yen. Right. I know that. So, but that, in that case, they'd be buying yen. So that's right. what I'm saying. It's like so many people are selling their GBP pairs, but I guess it's like another to question. do business where? Right. Or for what? Right. <laughs> mm. Comment below if you have any ideas. I don't know. So today's main topic is about meditation. Yes. Something that's very important to you and me. It's been very helpful to me and my trading, but also me in my decision-making, I think. So before we go deep on the idea, surface level, for somebody who isn't meditating right now, hears that word and kind of gets scared, what's the first thing you tell them when they're like, I, I can't meditate? <laughs> uh, the first thing I would say is that you can't meditate, like you can't do it wrong. So mm. there's nothing Explain. to be afraid of. What do you mean? So there's different types of meditation. Um, you can define meditation as so many different things. But essentially, for this conversation, we'll break it down to two different types of meditation just based on like different articles and stuff that I've pulled from. Um, so there's focused attention meditation and then there's open monitoring meditation. There's also loving kindness meditation, but I don't think that one's that applicable to this conversation since it's like revolved around traders. So we're not going to focus on that one. Um 
But focused attention meditation is, I think, what people initially think of when they think of meditation. Like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to think about one thing and only one thing for a sustained period of time, which is incredible. You know, a lot of people do that and they focus on their breath. Like the breath is that one thing to kind of ease them into it. Mm -hmm. And then the more that you practice with that is when you can get into opening open monitoring meditation, which is where you're not actually you do have a focus, which is kind of why it's like the gateway, because obviously your focus is always on something, but you're really not focused. So an analogy would be like, think of you're sitting at a park bench and people are passing by you in every which direction and you're seeing them, but you're just watching them go by. You're not getting stuck on any one individual, no matter how much like you might want to like follow that, like, oh, I like their shoes or like whatever it is that your mind wants to follow. You just don't Mm. like you focus on not focusing on the things passing by. you. That's really difficult to understand. So what if you like my thought initially to that is what if you can't really do that like what if that's tougher so, for you well and yeah it's that's easier like the to second focus phase on. okay so it's so easier would, for most people to focus on one thing yes. and just start focusing yes. on their breath and fo- and then they start to bring the attention to their individual thoughts do you do certain people do you think have like more thoughts that are like they have like when you talk about people passing by are there more people passing by some people's brains than another people's like what if i only have two people that pass by it's just two individual thoughts and the rest of that time it's just Yeah, so we have what's called our default mode network, which is kind of like in the center of our brain, and it connects so many different parts of the brain that I'm not even going to go ahead and list because AI... Can you give us like a little bit? It literally... There's honestly like Is that the neurons? Is that what makes that up? Neurons make up the default mode network? What does that mean? So the default mode network is... There's different parts of your brain. So like for like main... Like network of what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's a network of neurons. Got it. That's what yes. I thought. Okay, so it's a so, network of connections. Yes. And, and it's how the different the, these different parts of the brain talk to each other? Yeah, pretty much. So the way that a neuron works is just like a little background on that is a neuron has these things called dendrites, mm-hmm. which think of those as like the little hairs outside right, of right, it. Right, right, right. Cells have those too. The cilia, isn't that what they're called? Something like that? I check think, check me on my ninth grade biology right there. Eighth grade biology. Something, yeah, something I like think that. so. Um, but these but den- that's what they look like. They're like little hairs. Yeah. So the dendrites are what capture, you know, the initial signal. Mm. And then it goes into the cell body. Um, forget what that's called. But it goes into a, like a cell body essentially where then it decides, okay, are, is this an inhibitor? Are we not going to do anything? Or are we going to act? Which then pulses the axon. Um, and then it goes down into these other little things, which are the deal. I forget exactly what they're called, but the process is like your synapsis. And all this is happening super fast. Yes. And they're so, so small. So essentially it's like all these neurons, like if something's firing, then it's cueing another neuron, like until it gets down the way of wherever it needs to go, the message. It sounds super confusing because like we're talking about little microscopic things. So what does the default node network do for us? So to that level, like it's really not mode. Like N or M? M, mode. Mode, default mode network. Yeah. What does that do for us? So you don't really need to understand the neuron, like complexity for the sake of traders and meditation. Um, But the default mode network in relation to meditation, that's the part where you say, okay, is some people have like only two people passing by versus multiple people. That's all takes place in your default mode network. It's where we talk to ourselves. Mm. So if you have a lot of mind chatter, um, like 
when you're sitting there and you can just get lost in thought and there's so much going on, that means you have a super high active uh, default mode network. And meditation has actually shown to reduce activity in that area of the brain, meaning that you can then focus more and practice that concentration, that meditation where you focus on only one thing. So you're suppressed. Is that why I feel like I don't have as many, like I don't, I feel like I don't have as many thoughts in my head as a lot of people think. I feel like I'm thinking more intently about one thing more often than a bunch of things. I'm just focused on one thing, seeing in different scenarios, weighing different outcomes, down yeah. different. Is that you know, that's why I feel like as we're talking about this, and I'm sure some other people can relate. They're like, I don't have all these thoughts going through my head. I am stuck just on these few th- few couple. Where can meditation step in to provide clarity to maybe get you to the next step? How can you move? Because you said it's like the next step, right? The next step would be like open monitoring meditation, like and as you go deeper into even that. if it's just a few thoughts, monitoring those few thoughts. So, and, but it's where you're, you're monitoring them non-reactively, like completely unbiased right. for what them it is. And when you're doing that, it's ultimately just to see the underlying truth in whatever emotional or cognitive thought well, that, that was your my, brain was thinking of. That was my next question. What's the value in understanding and watching these thoughts go by and being able to do that? Where does that provide value in a real everyday life decision-making so, situation? Well, for traders, um, for meditation, obviously you're in a super, depending on what time frame you're, you're trading, but it's a super, um, fast paced. I feel like thing 100%. happening in your brain where short term so, decisions. Yeah. There's so many different parameters. It's good that so you said that too, because like short term traders make shorter term decisions. Swing traders don't have to do this. It's right. different. Their, their t- chemistry internally at the, t- it's totally different. Yeah. So it's fast decision making. So that's why are we as traders more likely to kick into that default node mode network? Well, because we're making decisions fast. So more so in the sense of meditation, you would want to be able to lessen the activity in your default mode network to be able to focus. Right. But do we naturally go into a more active where we're talking to ourselves more, more thoughts are happening? Because I feel like we do. Like as soon as you get, you know what I mean? mean, We could do research on it and find out. I can't answer that because we don't have the research. You know the way that we trade. So like if you come to the desk and you have all these questions to ask yourself, plus you have the group chat coming in, you have all these different inputs coming in, you have so many different things going through your mind. And then what if you're somebody like me who's posting on Facebook and creating content about it too then you got to do that too so you've got all these things going through your mind so instantly while you're trading and trying to make a trading decision you're also kicked into that that place basically where you're talking to yourself and we know you want to not really be in that place to make the clearest decision because we can is there proof or is there any science to the idea that if you are out of the default mode network and you're really focused so to speak and not looking at a bunch of different thoughts that you make better decisions yeah so um i don't remember there's I don't want to say millions, but there's a Thousands lot of studies. A lot of studies out there on meditation. That's why I didn't bring any specific ones to the table because there's so many nowadays, but there was one that I remember. Um, so they had a control group of people that obviously were not doing a meditative practice versus a control group of people that were. Mm-hmm. And the test that they used on them was the people uh, to kind of test this default mode network, the reactivity in the brain while they're being tested. So they would show on a screen 
um, flashing lines. And then they would have to uh, press a button like or something like that whenever they saw a line that was slightly different in size. So that's where the ability to pay attention really comes into play. And you want to decrease that default mode network because you don't want your brain all over the place. Interesting. And it was shown that the people that did do a meditative they practice. They could see the differences. Yep. They were more quickly and accurate to um, see the difference in the line shape. Beca- and on a brain scale, scale on a brain scan <laughs> level, yeah. um, their default mode network was less active during that time period of focused concentration. So applying that into trading real yeah. quick? That, I mean, like, just Well, that's being, what I was just going to do is yeah. applying that into trading. Once you get into that, like um, the open monitoring meditation, that's where your ability to, um, since you're viewing it with no bias, with no reactivity, you're able to seerly, clearly see the cognitive patterns and what is trading? It's patterns. Patterns, right. That's without the emotions. Say. Yes. Right, right. So it's like when you're trading, you want to get into this state of... Where you can identify every little difference, every little detail. But non-reactively until it's time to react. To react. That's where then you, like, sure. having the plan, we're at the bottom of all your statement, you know. It, right. Time it helps sometimes, yeah, to have that little, trigger, literally like trigger a... Trigger point. Go. Yeah, yeah, but that's called a trigger point. Your trading yeah. plan needs that for sure. We'll yeah. Make, yeah. But that is interesting that if you shut out all the inputs, so to speak, and get all that nonsense out of your way in your head, you'll see more detail in things. That study is pretty cool yeah, and relatable to trading. And I think the other one that's interesting is where they had people meditate. And I think it was like they were focusing on light and they were able to change the particles of light shining through, I believe it was like multiple layers of paper or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? I didn't read. Didn't we watch something about that one? Maybe that's where I'm thinking of. Have you, do you know what I'm talking about, though? Not or, in detail off the top of my head. But it was but the like, same video where they also did the study of the, the hot stove on the people that meditated, which was interesting, too. So, like, if you and me weren't in a meditation and you would think that at that point your brain is processing a lot more inputs, not singularly focused on a few things. If we were in that state, when we in the study that they did, the people like us that didn't meditate, we would go touch the stove. As we get closer to the hot stove, we anticipate and feel more pain before we even touch it because we know it's coming. But that's because we're not actually living in the moment. We're living in something that's about to happen. Whereas the people that were meditating beforehand or could get into a meditative state for this study, they didn't feel any pain up until the second that they touched it, even though they knew they were going to touch it. They were able to observe. But the then f- they felt the pain longer. They felt, no, no, no. They felt the pain more intensely and shorter. Oh, yeah, that's what shorter. it was. Yes, yes, I do remember what you're it talking about. It died off yeah. quicker because now that their hand is off the, the thing, the pain is there, but it's ending. It's going away. In the current moment, there is no pain to them. So it's different. It's just, a, and we, it would last longer for us because we're still thinking about it. We're thinking now in the past. We're not thinking in the current moment. That's applicable to trading too. Think about that. But you also just brought up a whole different part of brain study, which is kind of in a way the placebo effect where if you think something enough, like you start to believe it, like the hot stove. Right. You start to believe that it's hot and that you're like, you're feeling that before you're actually feeling that. Like you're tricking yourself into feeling it. I think for me, that part sticks out on the trading side of things because it's like reactionary. Once it's done, once the hand is off the stove and your hand is no longer being burned, once the trade is lost or won, it's over. Once you're in the trade, it's over. It's just about managing it now and managing that trade, managing that pain. What are you going to choose to do? Linger on the bad decision you might have made yesterday or last week, how much that burned? Right. There's or not. And just focusing on the current moment. Where is it at with this candle? Where is it at with your system? Where is it at with your checklist? So the meditation can translate then 
to not only showing you clearer details, but helping you make better decisions in the very moment that you're in. That's a hard thing to actually grasp that the idea of this very moment because it's constantly fleeting. It's constantly leaving you. So to really live in the moment is very hard. Absolutely. Right? Especially as you're trading because your heart rate's going, you're having to make all these decisions, you're getting more inputs than you were, especially if you're like me and you're just waking up. It's super hard. Yeah, that's why it's like you need to be in that. I think you have to meditate before you trade. If you're waking up and trading in the morning, I think you have to. I know for me, I don't lose trades when I do that. I don't take as many trades too, but it prevents me from losing. I'd lose more money than I'd make. And for the people that think that they need to meditate for long periods of time. I do 10 minutes a morning. 10 minutes. For a long duration in order to see effects. That's not true. Like there, there was another study that... Um, students were studying only for four days, 20 minutes a day. That's it. 20 minutes is a little extensive. I'll get into that in a little bit. But this study, it was four days, 20 minutes a day, and they showed um, improved focus. Cognitive. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just so interesting, even just what practicing meditation into the time. You don't need to do it for 20 minutes a day, even practicing it five minutes a day. Like this is where understanding the brain kind of going back to neurons, but not exactly. Uh, the the brain is neuroplastic. So meaning it's constantly changing. It's moldable. Exactly. So think of it literally like a muscle. When you work out a muscle over and over again, it gets stronger. So when you meditate and you practice that over and over again, it'll get stronger. Even if it's five minutes a day, even if it's a sec, like 60 seconds a day, you know, just the intention of doing it and making yourself show up. Hey, I'm going to practice meditation. Even if it's only 60 seconds, I'm going to do my best. You'll get better at it if you stay consistent. I like the, um, the thinking about things too, like setting an intention. Yeah. And then I'll take notes. You know, some people like your brother, Ryan, he don't do that. He don't like, he was like, well, that's why I said in the beginning that there's so many types of meditation. You have to find what's good. I think that's like a whole different thing yeah like because you're like consciously engineering your thoughts in that moment you have a topic that you want to think about and you consciously like but you do like you put the focused attention meditation you are focusing on one thing Mm -hmm. but you're more like consciously engineering it like you're playing out how you want those thoughts to go where you want to move like the chess pieces well I i think when you're if you're really busy it's hard to go from really busy and and constantly getting input to then slowing down so to break it up for me sometimes, I like to, it, and really it just depends. Like if we've got this webinar coming up, so yeah, I'm going to take my meditation sometimes. If I'm really feeling like I've got some thoughts on my mind that need to get out, I'll meditate and I'll come out of that with ideas that were in my head. So whether you say you need the meditation or not to access them, I feel like I do. And it helps in the morning. Why does it help in the morning? You told me this before. Why is it better in the morning? Because in the morning, your brain, I don't, I'm sure there might be studies about this. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but just to maybe make a comparison, um, I would assume it's your default mode network that would be less active in the right. morning. That, um, I think I've definitely heard that before. I don't know if that's exactly true, but I do know why it's better to meditate in the morning is because when you do wake up, naturally your brain is less active. active. So you, you can, don't have as many inputs. That's why it's not good to look at your phone first right, thing in the morning definitely. because you're blasting your brain with all these inputs, not right. even allowing it to have to its own up. thought for the day. Right. Like you're already letting it think 
like your phone is thinking for you by just looking at that first thing in the morning. Do you know a lot of the guys in the group that are meditating for like the first time? Do you, like I should say, do you know any of the traders that are meditating meditating for the first time and like using an accountability partner to keep them on it? Because it's hard, I think, for the consistency. It's oh, hard yeah. to do this. You know, Sam Harris has that app that we like that kept us on the, the 50 days, the first 50, right? I mean, that's not really an accountability partner. Well, he changed it to 28 days now. Oh, did he? Yeah. So do you find a lot of the guys using a partner or is it more something I, that you see people going after on their own? I don't know, to be honest with you. I haven't asked a lot of traders if they have an accountability think about, partner for that, but I do know of some traders that have started it and they've been consistent with themselves. Like they haven't needed the accountability partner. So yeah. think about I what it's, it's done for, we're thinking for about the same person right now. I mean, think about what it's done for him. Yeah. I feel like for some people, even meditating, not only will bring you the peace of mind while you're trading, like for a trader, it won't help you make better decisions just while you're trading, but just like reflecting on the trading after the fact in a slower mindset with a slower mind, you will be like, yeah, I'm gl like today. I'm glad I didn't take any of those trades. None of the probabilities were in my favor. If they're winners or losers, it doesn't matter more times than not. It'll, it won't work out for me. So I'm glad that I'm able to not be in that trade. I feel like that thought was not a thing before I started meditating and slowing myself down and thinking about what I was thinking about first. You just take more care with your thoughts. Ryan mentioned it in the last video when he was here, not the last, the second to last video, which I apologize for anybody that watched the video with Matt, Ryan and Riley. I fucked up the audio. I forgot to record the audio on the here. camera. It was, that's raw, baby. That is real. Some raw, but footage the content's right there. good there. So, but Ryan was saying, anyway. yeah, Ryan was saying, um, be deliberate and precise with your words. Mm -hmm. So I think meditation has taught me to be deliberate and precise with my thoughts. That's what I was just going to say is meditation has so many benefits, even more than just trading. Like if you start meditating, not only will you notice benefits in your trading, you'll notice things in your everyday life. Yeah. Like you'll get maybe less frustrated doing a simple task because you're able to then process the emotion. How about with your relationship partner? We never fight. That, we, yeah. Like we don't fight. Because we're both conscious humans. Well, we're also, we communicate really well, but think about that. Like we don't argue. Right. Do you think us both meditating every morning individually has anything to do with that? Probably. It's just yeah. like you realize what matters and what doesn't. It's almost like it's got some of the benefits of smoking weed too. Even on like, like you were saying meditation to use when you want to go deeper into thoughts sometimes mm -hmm. for me, like meditation other, pulls you out. Right. Like the other day I had to do a midday meditation because my thoughts were just everywhere. Like mm -hmm. I had my, my default mode network was overreactive. It was too much. So yeah. I needed to meditate to, to bring that down to then figure out, okay, let me focus that way I can actually be productive and not be everywhere. And then my work was so much better afterwards. Like I actually felt like I was doing more because I was able to focus on it more. Right. That's interesting. If you guys like this conversation, I think where we need to go next with this in another video is uh, talking about how you, how you use the crystals with the meditation and stuff like that and how those have made an impact too. That's some deep shit. So we'll see what they like about this one. See if this is good enough for them first. Well, well do you want to do the crystal fact now since you just brought it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Because this one's from my desk. This is this yeah. is my crystal. I think the last, well, we didn't do one with the guests. No. Anytime we have guests, I don't do a crystal. But the one. last one we did was the black tourlamine. That's Tour mine too. Yep. So. But this is the money one. <laughs> Today's crystal is pyrite and otherwise known as fool's gold. I'm not sure how well you guys can see it. Maybe a little shimmery there, but it kind of looks like gold. So if you were mining and like you came across this at first, you might be like, oh shit, I'm rich. But, but you're not. It's just a shiny rock. Yeah. Just a shiny rock. With However, some magic powers. 
Yes. So let's read in the book about this one. This one brings confidence, luck, abundance, productivity, and creativity. Um, it says it may be too intense for bedrooms. This mm. is more of a rock that you want to have like in your office, um, whether that be at home or a physical office, wherever you're working and you're, you want to think in terms of abundance of just an oversupply, um, not even necessarily money, just an abundance in anything. This is a energy, great, love. Yeah. Creativity, like just any sort of emotions like that. This guy is great for, um, let's see. Yeah. The book is just kind of talking about the name behind it. Like the pot, the P Y R and pyrite equals fire in Greek. So it, it's supposed to spark. You know what we should talk about? I don't mean to cut you off. I think that this kind of conversation about the meditation stuff is a good uh, door to talking about even like some of the like the energy readings and the energy signs. We could do a video about that kind of stuff too. I think a lot of people are probably very like the at least the people making money trading are probably a lot of fire energy. I would guess. Like, you, are you talking about like the element? Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't even know that much about that. No, but I would just, I'm, I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah. From the one-on-ones I've done with traders, I could definitely see that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta want it. Yeah, you gotta have that. That whatever you want to call it. That's more of like the masculine energy. Like yeah, but you don't need to be so masculine. You don't need to be it. masculine. Like look at Lindsay. Lindsay fucking kills it. Lindsay doesn't have any masculine energy really. Like you know what I'm no, saying? No, but but she does. Yeah, she's very she, her her focus her like yeah yeah but, I, but relentless but she's not pursuit. aggressive she's not aggressive towards other people she's non confrontational no, she, she's not like that but, you know but she is with her own goals yeah aggr- so, definitely so she could have it there yeah that's an interesting perspective. everybody has masculine and feminine energies it's, it's just, just about a, how you're balanced right right cranked up right some of us are cranked up on the masculine some of us are cranked up on the feminine some of us are balanced in the middle yeah is there a better place to be than not to be. Like, is it better to be balanced more masculine than feminine or no? There's no right or wrong. Well, you do want to be more balanced in both of them. Be more balanced, but not be more the one than the other. Right. Like, you, you don't, just because you're a, a male doesn't necessarily mean you want to be more masculine than feminine necessarily. You want to have a happy hey, balance listen, of both. If you're a male and you're feeling real feminine and you just want to let it shine, it's 2020, baby. <laughs> you do what you got to do. <laughs> and you can't describe it like that because that is not exactly no, what, I'm playing, what it but means. that was funny <laughs> like for for me like i'm somebody who up until i mean i'm still working on it all the time but i feel no, like sometimes I, I feel like i'm heavier were way more masculine when i met you yeah and now you're way more feminine i was and heavy that's in my masculine but i'm energies. pretty tapped into some of my feminine energy well, so i probably sh- sh- brought some of that out in you and i think you and I share masculine qualities too. And I was just going to say, let's save this for a whole nother episode because no, 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 we're no, like good. talking about it, but haven't even really told them know, what masculine and feminine hey, energy listen, is. If they're, they, we love them. Like they're really listening all the way through commenting back. So, yeah. you know, I'm glad that you finally got yourself back on the, uh, the oh, comment comments. section. Yeah. Sorry guys. Read the comments. What's today's, uh, um, secret Riley code. Today's secret Riley code <laughs> is, oh, I think I did do a secret code in the last one. I just didn't do a crystal one. Right, right. Today's secret code, pizza. Ooh. I like pizza. <laughs> we just had pizza the other day, bro. We're not having pizza again. I know, but I looked at my, my, the pizza in there. Right, right, right. The pizza shirt. <laughs> right. But to, to like kind of sum us up, 
first of all, for everybody watching, we appreciate you sitting all the way through. We hope that you find value and uh, appreciate us trying to be as normal as we can still in front of a camera. No matter how many yeah. videos we do, I think we're still going to always be kind of goofy in front of a camera. That's us, though. Yeah. But to sum it all up, to kind of bring it back together. So for me, being more active than you are on the trading side of things right now, I can speak to where trading and meditation have come together for me. It's more just a place of like, when I think, when I say it all together, like what I picture is like a huge stone castle, huge stone house where like a Greek God would live in. Like if you're meditating and I know my plan and I know my business and I know where I'm trying to go, go and I have goals for my plan, my business, like the meditation just makes me not care what anybody else is saying, not care what anybody else is doing. I feel good with my plan. I feel good with where I'm going. And that's why when I show up to trade after I meditate, I trade a lot better. And I make better decisions with my videos the rest of the day, my business decisions the rest of the day, and all of that. You know, closing Bitcoin, the day I took Bitcoin out when it was still over 10K, still over 11,000, I meditated that morning. Whether that plays a factor into it or not, I think it does. Because you get tapped in with your inner self. Yeah, and then he's telling me exactly where the money's at. So where? <laughs> where what about you outside of trading? How has meditation really made an impact for you? What would you say to other to other people to get started into it, to motivate them to do it? Hmm. That's so interesting because I feel like I've been like open monitor. What did I call it again? Yeah, open monitoring. <laughs> I, I, I called it something and now I don't even know. Open monitoring meditation. I think that's actually the scientific name for it. Scientific. <laughs> Good. Finish your thought. It's long into the podcast by this point. Um, finish your thought. Anyway, I've kind of been doing that my whole life. So for me, if anything, I feel like it's just made me able to understand other humans better, mm. which brings just a level of emotional intelligence to where I don't like really have confrontations with people in a negative right. way. Like right. I've because you can never, read them well, you can feel them out well, you can tap in with them well. Right, and I know, like, even growing up, for instance, you know, just of, like, an example maybe anybody can relate to, like, the drama scene. I was never involved. I never wanted right. to be involved because I could see it so clearly. Right. Like, I understood the people, and I could see when intentions were pure, when they weren't, when things were just simply miscommunicated. Like, right. that's a big thing. When you're studying 100%. and you're practicing meditation, you see the miscommunication so much more clear. Right. And you realize that, like, hey, we're just a silly human. Let's open our mouth and just communicate. Right. And then everything is more peaceful. So I feel like if you need a little motivation to get started, honestly, it would just be if you want more of a peaceful Peace of mind. Yeah. Like it's just, there's peace. nothing wrong with that. It's peaceful, easier, happier. Yeah, for sure. Like, like he, a better like, understanding, a deeper connection with people too. Cause you could understand them more. You, you, you can conversate connect with, with them better. That are getting into this stuff a lot better. You can show this stuff to the people and help uplift the people around you like imagine being able to show your mom or your dad somebody who never would do this stuff to do this and get them into it and change you know what I mean so yeah. there's so much value you bring to the people around you and you tap into your own happiness more like our boy out in Orlando who we're talking about he's just like I'm just happy I don't know why I'm just happy it's like bro it has nothing to do with how much money you're making it just happens to be he's making more money it just happens to be he's got his business up and rolling right but, but it also happens to be yep him. it's I think it's way more because happiness that. comes from within you exactly not the money no the money gives you spending ability while you're happy the money just give enhances enhances right experiences right the happiness has to come before that yeah that's a good place to end us so we appreciate you everybody thank you for listening thank you for staying all the way through if you enjoyed the video the episode wherever you're watching or listening make sure you're subscribed give us a thumbs up leave a comment let us know what you think pizza comment pizza if you listened all the way through and we'll see you guys in the next video your favorite type of pizza you heard it (laughs) bye
Thank you for listening to Today's Money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in the next episode.